Welcome to Fargo Talks Fargo, an unofficial podcast on the FX television show. Fargo Talks Fargo is hosted by me, Bill Lempe, and my buddy Sharpie. Sponsors for this season of Fargo Talks Fargo are TAG, celebrating Fargo and the Midwest community through t-shirts, art, and graphics. For more information, visit tagfargo.com. And Fargo Brewing Company's Wood Chipper India Pale Ale with its bold hop flavor and velvety body. Grab a pint or visit them online at fargobrewing.com. Holy geez, it's the hot dish. We're here with Fargo Talks Fargo. I'm Bill Emby, also here in-house tonight with my man Sharpie. Sharpie. Hey now, in Fargo, live Jeez. and coming at you, but not live. Shit getting real tonight. <laughs> Sharpie is actually in studio tonight here in Fargo. That's right. Home for the special holiday. Briefly, very briefly. By the time we record the next episode, Sharpie, you will be somewhere in South we'll Dakota. Be off in the <sighs> well, what is obviously yonder. the wild pale gray yonder. The wild pale gray yonder. That is Fargo FX. <laughs> so we just watched the show at your mom's house. Couldn't watch get it. any more high school. We didn't <laughs> not only did we watch it at my mom's house, we watched it in my mom's bedroom. Because well, that's where the working TV was. <laughs> we, had little, we had a little trouble. We're going to make it, though. It's going to be fine. We'll get there. So, we should probably get to it. So, The Hot Dish, episode two, just came out in the episode, books. Yes. It's happened. We we have some follow-ups to, you know, things like, who dead next? <laughs> we have... And, hey, I, I was kind of... I was not able to make a... Hot dish for the hot dish, which I said I was going to do. Yeah, we were a little bummed. I tried ordering a hot dish pizza, but those are not in season. Some sometimes the local <laughs> you have pizza to have hot dish pizzas in season. <laughs> sometimes the local pizza places have hot dish pizza where it's basically like a tater tot, tater tot hot dish on top of a pizza, basically. So it's just like tater tot hot dish on a bread vehicle. Yeah, to get that to your face hole. But apparently, with spring coming up, hot dish pizzas are no longer in Little season. Little known fact, tater tots, late April in Fargo, North Dakota. High demand. But uh, we did pregame over at Fargo Brewing. Yes, we Had did. Had some wood chipper, and it was great. So, Played some cards against So here's humanity. the deal. So um, as the hot dish, we, we, we argued on the way over uh, back to the studio to record. Lots of things going on. About the fact that we were all both just jacked up and didn't, we missed things. We're... I don't know if it was just we were so excited to be together. Um, so excited to be yeah. together. Or it was the fact Rubbing that we were at your mom's bellies. house watching it with your lady friend and her friend, Amber, and uh, your mom, and they were making comments too. Maybe it was all the above. But by Lots tomorrow, by tomorrow, by tomorrow, this thing's going to be all broke down. But the who dead next turns out, like I said, which was obviously a kind of easy thing, like, Somebody we it's haven't met somebody yet. Somebody we don't know. Yeah. yeah. Turns out it was Lauren Melvo's equally, <laughs> equally shitty looking, but <laughs> less funny doppelganger. Yep. Sad guy at strip club. Just another douche canoe. Ugh. Poor bastard. And he ended up in an ice hole. That's right. So on that topic, on that storyline, what was the uh, number one comment right away from the entire watching audience at your mother's house was. A, there are way too little ice houses on that lake yep. to be anywhere in this region. Which is fine. I mean, that just means, hey, that that particular lake isn't hot right now. I mean, there are certainly lakes out there that don't have... Oh, I call bullshit on that, dude. I don't know. It wasn't a hot lake. <laughs> I mean, are, why would you go put a guy 
dude. Why dude, would you go murder a guy when there's ice houses? Has around? nothing to do with murdering. They there, clearly every, every lake in Minnesota has a bunch of houses on clearly it. Clearly, guys want to get the have ice hell away from it. their families. That's the solace. That lake of was ice fishing. full of northern and oh, car. Whatever. All right. So that's the deal. So they go out there, they do it, and on top of that, <laughs> the number one comment from the crowd where we were watching was, "There's a lot of." Uh, there's a lot of mountainous looking territory that there was, outside yeah, of Yeah, that was a big outside one. Outside of Bemidji. We were like the only other the biggest folks, thing we could think of was Detroit Mountain outside of Detroit Lakes. Other folks <laughs> might look at that and be like, There's no mountains in there, but those hills that are surrounding the lake, those are them, mountains around them here. Are and hills, those yeah. those don't even exist. Well, there's a couple here and there. You know, you got you got Andy's the Tower dike. Andy's got Tower dike. Hills in Alexandria. Out by Turtle Bum- Mountain. Out by Bemidji. I don't know. We'd, we'd have to consult a Bemidji expert. Uh, there's one out by Detroit Lakes. Maybe we should skiing. bring a Bemidji <laughs> expert in to weigh in is, on a show. Dude, we got to start. Yeah, we got to start finding some like quick five to ten minute calling guests. So, there's got to be like a uh, so they quite effortlessly, economic development person uh, in Bemidji that can Showed clarify. up on a lake, right? Drilled a hole using the ice auger, as you should. And deposited said fake doppelganger Lauren Malvo in the hole wrong place wrong time so sorry you didn't fulfill your $20 lap dance Mm -hmm. so sad goodbye alive yeah he was still like but I'm not dead yet very uh Monty Python (laughs) (laughs) bring out your dead was it a leprechaun I don't know you know what I mean from Monty Python I'm not dead I'm not dead yet I'm not dead yet it's all right you will be (laughs) so we got that we saw that we got Adam Goldberg we got Adam Goldberg uh, we've got we got um, Glenn Howerton in the Glenn Howerton shows up where we had some disagreement about the uh, yeah we're gonna skip around because it's the hot dish we're just like hammering this out ten to fifteen minutes we're so we it out. we've got a note asking for money Lauren's looking at it he's amused and at some point he just bronzed Glenn Howerton's character forgive me for not remembering his name after watching the show really quick and then recording this podcast. Um, Lauren turns the corner of that paper over and seems to notice some sort of uh, stain on it. And, there's a stain. And I think it's the bronzer, but you seem to say that uh, Lauren had some sort of cut on him that also deposited Well, there some... wasn't a visible cut, but he definitely had blood on his hands, as Reba McIntyre Literally or just a, a, as a metaphor? No, literally. <laughs> it could, Or it could have been tomato juice. You, tomato juice? He might have spilled his V8. <laughs> He, he Somebody, seems like a guy that would drink V8. He wasn't just knocked upside the head by <laughs> a steering wheel, but he needs to get more vegetables. Get your V8. Yep, eight <laughs> servings. I bet he's only. I bet he's only fueled by V8. <laughs> Is that I, why he stays so thin? I and, mean, we've and, seen and, him eat spiry steak in the trailers. I don't know if we've seen him eat in the. Sh- yeah, we have seen him yeah, in yeah. the show. I'm gonna just confirm. I'm just gonna go with the the thought that he's only fueled by V8. Hot tip, folks. Write that. Get that in your conspiracy blog. So I don't and, care what you know, anybody this, says. This, you know, I will say this Fargo crime syndicate has residents and, and people who grew up here in Fargo. This crime syndicate shit's getting pretty serious. Yeah, it's getting real serious. Yeah, and I thought it was just the, uh, you know, the Amtrak stopped on the railroad was a big thing. And now we got a crime syndicate where they bring in big hitters. There is a building here on the main street that does say the syndicate. The syndicate block, yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's probably so, them. So they bring in because some, being from Fargo, they're probably just honest about, "Hey, yeah. we are a crime syndicate." 
We don't want to <laughs> lie to you, folks. <laughs> let's just let's so there. So the so so we got people in in house uh, c- coming to Bermidji from Fargo to avenge Sam Hess's death. More to come on that. New characters introduced. Yep. Deaf guy, and and uh, Adam Goldberg's character. Yep. We suck at names. Can we agree with that right now? We don't have anything in front we of us. We're names. literally just talking over my desk. So we got that going on. Plus, we got um, uh, the I've got dead. a B, I've got a BB in my hand. Ouch! It hurts. Yeah, I'm not saying he's I really like complaining it. about that BB. Yeah, I got away I, with murder, and now he's like all flustered about this BB yeah. in his hand. Midwestern people wouldn't talk about that shit. You just rub it out. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. That's not no, right. No, you just rub it out. <laughs> you rub some dirt on it. <laughs> that's even worse. You don't that's rub like, it out. That's like, that's like the, uh, the Cheech and Chong thing. I got my sword and I stuck it in the dirt. Okay, that's a completely different. That's the Corsican Brothers. You don't rub it out. <laughs> don't when rub you on got it. A don't BB rub. Don't, folks, don't rub your. Don't rub it in the dirt. But definitely seek some ointment or cream. About that. Oh come and on! That's so, not any better. So and and Molly is just like the most pestering un Midwestern person. And I'm not saying I don't like it. I just it's part of the show. But she's she's chasing this down. She's had she's had the bone. She's got the bone and she's like she's got the bone <laughs> oh God, in her hand. Up. It's terrible. You know what I mean? Though she's like she's had a little taste and now she's, she's got a taste of the bone. Not, no, we're not doing this. She's she's got she's she feels like she's on to something. Her hunch is like leading somewhere. And Bill is is unfortunately in charge now that the chief is dead, and and Molly's Which means just, his Molly's, wife Molly's, is available. Well, yeah, I suppose. Oh, geez. And but but Molly's stuck behind, you know, dipshit McGee here, who is very obviously not chasing the right crime scene down. Well, Lester, I mean, come on, he he couldn't hurt a fly. No, I mean he could never whack a gal in the head with a hammer. Mm-mm. Which he decides to go back and visit. Is well, it proof proof possible? We could visit this tomorrow. Like I mean, like hey, I got a murder weapon. What should you do with it? Well, don't drive it away from your place. Stash it in your house and go have a little chat with it later after the fact. <laughs> Probably proof pudding that he he sucks balls at being a. A, a, a criminal. He sucks balls being a criminal, but he's also very emotionally like. And he's at, and he's he's at his brother's house. All sorts of stuff going on there. Yeah, he's not dead yet. Uh, I gotta admit, goes to the kids' room. My first thought was, oh my god, they're gonna bring back the jar of urine. Of course, because you know, uh, little, and he little, smells it. Little guys like got he little was... guys little guys got <laughs> the autism. Like he's questioning whether or not it was urine, even though he's yeah. he's been told he's what's been in told there. It's urine. He's like, well, what is this? Could it be? Could, maybe it's apple juice. Is that I'm a, gonna take a big whiff. Is that a Midwestern thing? You ever notice we taste things sometimes, and I don't know if it goes on around the country where we like, oh my god, that tastes like shit. Try this. <laughs> and it's kind of that moment where you're like, oh, what is that? Is that a jar of piss? I'm gonna sniff it. I just it. need to make sure make sure it's not Mountain Dew. Let's confirm. Or maybe he's fermenting. Gordo is fermenting wine in the closet. Probably not. Hmm. So, obviously Sam Hass is important enough to bring in some hitmen. Uh, and, and and they're they're the, everything's still slightly unraveling over the murder of Lester Nygaard's wife. We got some unraveling going on. Yep. 
and we're introducing so, to new characters all kinds and of more mysteries surrounding Lauren Malvo and what Duluth, I'm using air quotes here, Duluth is up to and a obviously hilarious little scene in the post office where the guy's like, everything's addressed to Duluth. And I also had one of those Midwest moments where I'm like, Duluth's a pretty big freaking town. I have a hard time. I felt like they were getting the mail in a church basement. I think that was a church basement. Felt like it. And but Duluth Duluth is big enough to have a post office. Yeah. But that's our thing is to sit here and do give our take on the areas from here. Like, I've definitely <laughs> seen post office that post offices that look exactly like that. That they're like, in like Flum, run Minnesota? out of, Yeah. Like that they're run out of a a church basement or a high school or yeah, across the street like the that. Co op and the cafe. The guy's mopping the giant gymnasium floor. Well, that's his if. only job. <laughs> Cut him some slack. So I did love the butcher uh being seen through the window of the supermarket in just con- like just consistently hacking yeah. away at something not in a precise manner so i feel like that's what we got i mean and we're probably missing a bunch that's of stuff that's the gist that's what that's we're doing you know we're trying to keep these dish. things under 50 minutes so we're nearing that point so i don't know i, I it, oh or did, we didn't even talk about uh Gus Grimley and visiting with his daughter, and now of course I've we've created the question of where's mother. Yep. Uh, and what's we going need on to there. get into Gus Grimley? We have a lot and to we, talk about. And we about didn't that. even talk about the crocodile's dilemma from we'll last week, touch where base we think on we that. wrong, maybe, and we're definitely wrong <sighs> on the crocodile's dilemma. We can uh, give a shout out to the folks at FX Fargo on Twitter yeah, at FX that's Fargo. At FX Fargo, I think they nailed it. Uh, yeah. We'll dive into that tomorrow. Yeah. So because there's a lot to cover. Hope you enjoyed the show. Here we are, me, Bill Lempy, Sharpie, in that's, Fargo tonight, actually for this. In Fargo. We're going to go grab for another one beer only. and not make any sense of anything we watched over another beer, but we're going to do it anyway for you folks. And uh, we hope you tune in tomorrow. We'll release another episode. Uh, we will have uh, Diane Miller from the High Plains Reader here on the show who um, is the writer and editor for the High Plains Reader, and it's going to be awesome. So tune in. We'll see you then. Yep. Thanks for listening to The Hot Dish.